Hi, Stephanie Singer here. This is episode four of the series, Lousy Reasons Not to Vote. Today's lousy reason is, I don't know enough about the candidates, so I shouldn't vote. I never let this reason keep me away from the polls altogether, but I have let it torture me in the voting booth as I stared at a bunch of names I didn't know and ballot questions I didn't understand. I was so afraid of messing up somehow. I'd think about voting for the names that looked like women's names. I wanted to see more women in positions of power. But maybe that was being used to manipulate me. And there are plenty of women out there that I wouldn't want to have running a courtroom or a state. And to be honest, I didn't know anything about these particular women on the ballot. First, do no harm, right? The problem is, not voting does harm. Not voting harms every voting block you're part of. Some voting blocks you can't help being part of. Every serious candidate tracks voters by race and gender, and the savviest campaigns track voters by whatever data they can get their hands on. And unless you've been living under a rock since 2016, you know they have tons of data about you. Whether or not you like to think of yourself as part of a voting block, the candidates think of you that way. If you're a young woman and you don't vote, you're encouraging candidates to think that young women don't vote, which encourages them to ignore young women. Is that really what you want? By the way, if you want to hear more about voting blocks and how they work, check out the interview I gave on the Bridging Our Divide podcast, which is available, like my podcast, on iTunes and most other podcast platforms. Plus, the idea that you deserve to vote only if you've researched the candidates is pretty elitist. Think about someone who can't read anything more challenging than a kid's picture book. That's tens of millions of adults in America, by the way, according to the U.S. Department of Education. Shouldn't these adults have power too? And if you find yourself thinking that maybe they shouldn't, then maybe you're not really a fan of democracy. Maybe you'd prefer an oligarchy or aristocracy. You're welcome to your opinion, but personally, I prefer democracy. It seems to me that Americans' best bet for sharing a nation peacefully is to make sure that no particular group of people feels shut out. Bigger groups should have more influence on government because they are bigger groups. That's the essence of democracy. And when it's working right, it cuts down on political violence. Democracy gives us a way to disagree without killing each other. And honestly, when people say, oh, you shouldn't vote if you don't know enough about what you're voting for, I always wonder how on earth they can feel like they know enough. For several years, I was a ward leader in Philadelphia. That meant I was the head of my local party committee for a neighborhood with about 20,000 Democratic voters. I could call any local candidate and ask any questions I wanted. Later, when I was on the Board of Elections, I had time and resources to do lots of research on the powers and duties of each position and the detailed meaning of each ballot question. And guess what? I never knew enough about any of them. Which candidates are for real? And which are just saying what they think I want to hear? Where do they get their money? And why do people give them that money? 
Who has dark secrets in their past? How much will that bond measure cost, really? And what exactly will be done with the money that gets borrowed? It's too much for any one person to figure out. The good news is you can lean on your peeps to help you figure out who to vote for. If you didn't study up for this election, ask a friend who they're voting for. There's nothing wrong with that. Yes, you are giving power to your friend. That sure beats giving power to someone who isn't your friend. Or throwing your power away. Here's how I look at it. It's up to you how involved you want to be in voting. Voting 101. Get yourself a ballot and cast it every time you're eligible and vote in every contest. Voting 201. Get recommendations from organizations or people you respect. Voting 301, pick an issue you care about, find out which offices can affect that issue, and find out for yourself where the candidates stand on that issue. Then let your friends and neighbors know what you've learned. You don't have to graduate with a degree in voting. It's okay to stop at voting 101. I'm not saying that you shouldn't educate yourself about the choices on your ballot. The more you know about your choices, the more powerful your voting is going to be. I'm just saying that you shouldn't squander your power just because you know less than you might like to about the candidates and the questions. Don't let anyone stop you from voting. And don't stop yourself. You've been listening to the Defend Democracy podcast, written and produced by me, Stephanie Singer. And that's me on the piano, too. You can encourage me to do more podcasting by rating or reviewing the Defend Democracy podcast on iTunes or by donating at anchor.fm. Thanks for listening.